0: That's right, folks. Another playoff preview. This time, we're going to be breaking down the must-have tight ends and tight end combinations that you can stream to get you to the championship in your fantasy playoffs. Before we do, we want to make sure you follow us across the board at Razzball Fantasy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. If you want to see some hip videos every week, hop over to TikTok. we got some great stuff on daily. We also have a podcast, so go to your Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have Rasball Fantasy on there. you going for a jog? Listen to a little bit of myself and my guests on the show today to talk about some streamer tight ends. And finally, make sure you go to Rasball.com like raswell.com is pretty cool last time i checked pretty hip we got some fantasy data we got great writers who are just dropping knowledge every single day and by the way after football season we do baseball basketball and hockey so when you stay with raswell all year long and i lied. this is the final thing and tomorrow sunday make sure you on the sunday live start sit show we will be on for two hours before kickoff answering your start sit questions but we also break down starts of the week streamers injuries Banter, whatever you need, a little laughter, we got it. But for today's show, we're going to break down some must-start, some streamer defenses for the fantasy playoffs, starting right now. All right, this lady doesn't need an introduction, but unfortunately, I'm obligated by law <laughs> to introduce her. It's Gladys L. Tyler. You can follow her at Gladys L. Tyler on Twitter. What's on, Gladys?
1: Not much. It's in my contract, actually. He has to introduce mm. me or, you know. Forfeiture. By the way, what, forfeiture. top
0: three negotiations of all time. And that <laughs> go Negoti- she did a great job <laughs> forcing up our hand to give her the best deal she should get anywhere. That's why she's on the show. And that's why today she's on the show to talk about must-have tight ends, the fan- playoff preview. Yesterday, myself and Sky did defenses. Last week, we talked about handcuffs that you should get on your teams. Now we're going to talk about, listen, not everybody has Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. And some guys <clears throat> like myself had Zach Ertz and other guys had Dallas Goddard. Now we're here getting to the playoffs and we need to figure out ways to mishmash, either find a streamer and or find a couple guys to get you through the fantasy playoffs. Now, Gladys, before before we even start, we have a couple of savings before we start. I want to throw you foot into the fire. Do you have any tight end
1: issues heading into your playoffs right now? uh, that you want to talk about? Um, no, actually Titan is the, probably the one spot. And that's because I go low and hope they have high ceilings. So, you know, they, they stick around for a while and I'm a Steeler fan. And so I have Pat Fryman in just about every, every league I'm in. I, I I went PF. Yeah. This is a great segue because we're going to talk quickly about
0: stud tight ends and, and what we've been doing the last few weeks is kind of talking quickly about those stud defenses, the tight ends, the, the guys that have gotten us to this point. And the question comes, can you trust them? We know Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are locked and loaded. You're not sitting there no matter what, even if Jesus Christ joins the Chiefs, oh you're still going to play Travis Kelsey. And don't get me wrong. Jesus will be a great tight end too. And I'm not saying he won't. He but my good. point is outside of that, there's a couple the guys we want to talk about. Yeah, we got trap, we got TJ Hawkinson, David Njoku, George Kittle, Pat Firemuth, Gerald Everett, and Dalton Schultz. These are kind of the hotter names right now. You know, Njoku's what? kind of been in and out. Uh, before we get on to the uh, streamers, let's talk quickly about these guys. If you have one of these guys, are you starting them no matter what? You want to point maybe you have a guy or two you want to talk about. Let's talk about these stud tight ends. Let's
1: talk about them. I'm gonna am i starting am i going first go ahead yeah go for it oh that's so sweet of you it's <laughs> so nice um i'm gonna go pat fireman again because i have him, and it's all personal for me um mm. so it is i'm not gonna lie without chase without chase Claypool. once chase chase claypole went to chicago oh my god that's so much easier said in my head um Firemuth has a 23.3 target share and a 22.2 percent in zone target share he is averaging 11.94 yards per reception, and um, he's only had three drops so far this year. He's had his um, whew, his touchdowns aren't exactly what you'd like, but I blame that on Matt Canada's, you know, uh, play calling. But I you can trust him the rest of the way through. Um, it used to be that Kenny Pickett had eyes for George Pickens. I think that Kenny Pickett's playing both. I think he's playing one against the other. I think he likes Pat Firemouth, too. I think he's going to show a lot of love. Um, In 11 games, he has 76 targets and only three drops. Pat Firemouth is the tight end that you want right now and forever to get you through the fantasy playoffs.
0: Yeah, so you got Carolina, the Raiders, and Baltimore.
1: Um, and Baltimore I mean. is so, like 22nd in DVAA. They're allowing the third, fourth highest catch rate to tight ends. Um, we all know the Raiders are just a hot mess right now. Derek Carr. Yeah.
0: Derek Derek Carr gets emotional like every quarter. Like he <laughs> does because like and it works for three games and then, it, and then it's like well. He should just start crying after once <laughs> and keep the winning streaks alive. Come on, Derek, <laughs> get it together. Um so in PPR, you know, the Panthers are a team that You're not intimidated on the surface, but they're
1: 23rd in fantasy points allowed to the tight end. So I just think that... I think the Panthers, too, um, is skewed a little bit because didn't they just get back J.C. Horn and Jeremy Chen, who are... Well, Horn's been kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a little bit better defense, but I'm still not worried that much about them. Yeah, I think the other... So let's go
0: through these really quick. Because, like, Hopkinson, for example, has Indianapolis Colts, the Giants, and Green Bay. Um so, like, I think in my opinion, when you're looking at versus the – so look, just look at the – I think there's a better thing for stud defense. Oh, sorry. Word. Start <laughs> over again. What I'm okay. trying to say is I think there's only a handful of defenses. When you get to these guys, when you get to the Hawkinsons, the Jokus, that next step down from the, uh, the Kelsey and Andrews, I think you really just have to worry about some of the matchups. Like, the Saints, the 49ers, the Commanders are three defenses that have been insanely, insanely good um another buffalo has been very good as well now the chicago bears have been very good against tight ends this year i don't know why but they (laughs) they don't it doesn't make any sense but they've given up the fourth fewest fantasy points and they're actually well below expectation so i think when you're looking at these guys it's more about like maybe if there's a week where they face the saints 49ers the commanders baby buffalo the jets the Bears, that's a maybe the time where you say, okay, then you look and pivot to maybe one of these streamers. I think overall, yep, those guys will get enough targets that you're going to get a three for 30, and that's probably all you can ask for when you're – you know, streaming's just so difficult at the tight end basis. trust me. I have a I have two ulcers right now, ulcers, whatever they are. I have them, whatever stomach issue you get you from streaming tight but... end, yeah, I got I don't know, whatever whatever issue I get from trying to tight ends all the time. But anyway, I think that's really it. So I think that's what it comes down to. Like if I'm, I'm taking one of these guys. Do they play one of those defense? If they play San Francisco, if they play the Saints and the Commanders specifically, I think those are the three I'm going to probably avoid the most because they've been really good. Then the Bears seems a little fluky in my opinion, but the numbers are the numbers. They have been very good, even versus expectation. You brought up the Jets. I brought up the Buffalo Bills. Maybe those are the only matchups you fade them on. So just keep an eye on If you have one of these guys, the Hawkinson, Njoku, Kittle, Firemuth, Everett, Schultz. If you have one of those guys, as long as they're not playing one of those ridiculously good tight end defenses, I think you roll with them. Do you agree or disagree?
1: I concur, sir. All right. So let's move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tipping the hat to you, Madame. All right. Let's move on. All right. So the top matchups. So I think t- defenses to target is the kind of the next one we want to talk about. And I think it's really important – These are the ones that like, these are the one defenses where streamer tight ends really matter. When you face a very bad against defense, some of this case is because a lot of the tight ends play in in line or in the slot. That's probably 99% of where they get their production from. And a lot of defenses are weaker up the middle. They have bad safeties. They don't have coverage linebackers. Even guys that play in the slot, they just might have a good slot matchup, whatever. So it really comes down to those guys. So for right off the bat, it's the Cardinals, the Lions, the Dolphins. The Seahawks, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Giants, and the Bucks. So I have I have identified eight solid matchups. Now, if you just want to look at fantasy point score, I I factor in expectation as well. You have the Cardinals, Seahawks, Dolphins are the three big ones. Those are the three really really big matchups. Those are the matchups you really want to target. So Cardinals, Seahawks, Dolphins. Then the next tier down, in my opinion, goes Lions, Falcons, Raiders, Giants, Bucks. But overall, these are all good matchups. So before we dive in to the streamers for these defenses, do you have any thoughts about these defenses? Do you have any guys in mind that face these defenses before we
1: start the streamers? So here's the problem. Um, I do. I have two guys in mind. But one of them is fantasy irrelevant. So yeah, Ian Thomas <laughs> has, like, two great matchups. Oh, I know. And, Yo, and... I have it in my notes. <laughs> the Panthers are like, yeah, they, they... – they would be amazing. What
0: a waste of a fantasy schedule. I
1: know. Oh, my God. It's it is crazy. it is such a waste of a fantasy schedule. And he faces, like, uh, Tampa Bay in Week 17, and he faces Seattle. If they would just throw him the ball, he would yeah. be so good. So Ian Thomas is kind of, like, sort of there, but not really there. Um, you know, if you want to take that chance, go ahead. Um, I, like, I, I actually, like, I'm not going to say it because that's like your guy, but I I like like I like Hayden Hurst too um, if he's healthy. Um, Hayden not Hurst. Ever, has- I don't. I think it's a ginger thing. People. I think this is a
0: Matt. <laughs> Matt did this to me a while ago. I never, I never really, lay, I, I never flag planted Hayden Hurst ever. And then all of a sudden, Matt's like, "He's a ginger. You're a ginger. You guys should be friends." And now all of a sudden, I am the Hayden Hurst guy. That's all that
1: is. It's not like anything real. But yeah, sure. I, I hear you. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm like a simple person. I don't do ex, uh, expectations on the fantasy football. I just do the points that they've given up and the amount of touchdowns they've given up. Um. So Arizona's giving up nine touchdowns. Arizona sucks against. Isn't that oh, really weird? Best. Because they were really bad, then they were really good, and now they're really bad against tight ends. It oh, yeah. it's like, Clip Kingsbury just needs to go. That's that's I'm gonna say that, and All I'm right. going to. I'm, well, here's just a here's just
0: the thing, right? So it goes. This is in PPR. Cardinals 18.8 <laughs> points per game allowed. Okay, that's that's doesn't for for reference. The next team down is 16.6, <laughs> and the average team is 11.5. <laughs> So, there are seven over seven points more a game than the average defense. That's so, crazy. yes, the Cardinals, it is
1: wild. Yes, but they, but it's Hunter Henry, um, Dulwich from it's if, yeah, if I could only trust Russell Wilson, but I would still play Greg Dulwich, um, K, K. Doughton and Parker Hesse. If you have them, if you can stream, Dulwich might be a harder stream. Uh, K. Doughton, I don't think is that going to be that hard of a stream, and Parker Hesse, you could probably just like pick him up that day, like two hours before the game, just pick and, pick and choose. Those would be my guys because they're all going against Arizona during your fantasy playoffs. If you can grab them, grab them. If you can grab them and stash them, grab and stash. If you have room on so, your bench.
0: Let's talk about it really quick. Cause this makes it the whole purpose. Of it. So the Cardos have, like you said, Denver in week 15 with Greg Dolchitz. Week 16 is Kate Otten and week 17 is the Falcons and the Falcons are another one. The Falcons will show up in this list a couple of times where, they don't have – Kyle Pitts would have been awesome, but he's yeah, exactly. not. You're not going to play Anthony Ferks or Michael Pruitt, so there's <laughs> yeah. that. So I do think that Greg Dolch is a nice player. He's kind of not necessarily a streamer tight end, but um, he is someone that's at least like right around 50% owned. Um, the problem with Kate Otten, in my opinion, is that it always seems to be tied to if Cameron Break plays. And if Cameron Breaks out, Kate Otten gets a bunch of routes and plays pretty well. But when he's with, with Cameron Braight in, he's kind of hit or miss. So it's tempered the expectations there. But I wouldn't mind stashing Kate Otten on my bench. And if if Bray's out or some news comes out, or if maybe the next two weeks, Otten takes over the full-time role, that week 16 matchup will be absolutely awesome. The next one, I did lie, the Lions are in my upper tier. It's the Lions, Cardinals, Dolphins, and Seahawks. So I'm just gonna talk about those schedules real quick. The Lions have week 16, I mean week 15, the Jets. Can we trust Tyler Conklin? Probably not. Uh, CJ Uzama's involved now, too. Mike White, you know, it doesn't seem like – it seems like with Elijah Moore getting more work, too, and Corey Davis back, it's tougher to trust. Then you got Carolina, Ian Thomas slash Tommy Trimble. Jeez, can when you guys make it? And then the final one, Week 17, is Cole Komet. So, Cole Komet's someone you don't want to forget about, too. The Lions are a very good matchup. The next tier down, Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills, Dawson Knox is a little more – Wait, wait, go back. You said forget
1: about Cole Komet? No, I meant –
0: no, 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 no. I'm saying like um I don't know what I don't know why I said forget about Cole. I don't no, I don't mean that at all. Uh, I don't know why I said I don't know why I said forget about Cole Komet. But Cole Komet, yes, if you could get Cole Komet okay. in there, I just want to make sure I have I don't have his actual schedule in front of me, but that week seventeen could be a if you're in the championship and you have Cole Komet, uh even if Justin Fields is still playing, motto to me. That'd be a hell of a duo. Anyway, Dolphins, <laughs> Buffalo with Dawson Knox at week fifteen. Green Bay is Robert Tanyan in week 16, and then week 17 is Hunter Henry. So Hunter Henry, Robert Taney, Dawson Knox. That that also talks about quickly about my pair, my favorite pair, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Seahawks get San Francisco, so you get George Kittle. Kansas City, T- uh, Travis Kelsey, you're not going to get him. And the last week's Tyler Conklin again. So Tyler Conklin, if, man, oh, man, if you guys could just figure that out. He gets the Lions and the Seahawks in his playoff schedule. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a couple names in there that you could pick up and stream. But I do think like the next this week coming up is important to keep an eye on these guys, see how they're performing, maybe see if there's another like another because we're going to talk about a player later like a Congo who is starting to emerge a little bit. You got Burks out. What's the deal with that receiving core? We're going to talk about, too. So I think it's really important to keep if you're streaming tight ends right now, keep an eye out and see how these guys are coming. Come back to the show. We'll talk about usage. We'll make sure you keep you guys up to date. Before any other comments about defense to the target before we jumped out to the streamers.
1: Yeah, on Colkhmet, um my advice would be only use him in week seventeen. He plays Buffalo in week sixteen and Philly in week fifteen. Uh, and there you go. You, yeah, you don't want any of yeah. you don't want any part of that. Um yeah, yeah no. But um that's good point. Uh, on the defenses I I agree what you said, even in my simplification, in my simplified version of your mad mad scientist deep dive it's, good. it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful <laughs> a beautiful mesh to give. i start speaking words you translate to the people it's perfect all right i love it all right um Let's- those are those are the defenses to target if you can get those guys and yeah and even if you can get them and stash them especially if you're really if you're going into playoffs good well you know like in, in a good part and you have like a first round buy or whatever think about stashing
0: yeah, Pick I up- think the other thing I think the other thing too is and when we talk about streamers now, we talk about with the defense, the handcuffs and all this stuff. Right. It's time to cut the fat a little bit on your team. If you've been stashing like a wide receiver 5 like a Brandon Cooks and a Nico <laughs> Collins, I don't want it to show any shade, but those guys aren't going to probably win you your league. Get rid of them and go get your handcuffs. Go get these, you know, duplicate. Get two tight ends on your roster if you've been streaming. Get a second defense. Like, there's no need. You're not going to be sitting Chris Godwin at any point now for (laughs) Nico Collins, folks. So just see you later. Um, And we also did talk about handcuffing wide receivers and tight ends. So if you do want to go check out that show, it's pretty cool. Me and Sky dive into that as well. Say goodbye to your credit card report. the streamer tight end combos that we like. So here's a couple, here's like the, some of these, the teams that have really good schedules. You have the Jets who have Detroit, Jacksonville and Seattle. We just talked about Seattle, Detroit. I mean, the Jets, forget about it. Probably the best playoff schedule that you'll see. The Broncos have Arizona. You have LA and Kansas city, which aren't as good, but you do get that Arizona matchup. The Buccaneers do get Cincinnati, Arizona and Carolina. We just talked about Panthers potentially being a little bit more vulnerable to tight ends because of their corners getting healthy and their secondary. Um, the Falcons uh, are another really good matchup, but who are we going to play there? So that's probably a pass. Panthers, same thing. Pittsburgh, by the way, still a good matchup. Detroit, Tampa Bay. I mean, wow. If the if Tommy Tremble and Ian Thomas, we just want to, let's just bring this up. If Tommy Tremble and or Ian Thomas sustain an injury within the next week or two, remember this podcast and say, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go get the other guy. If I've been struggling at tight end, and I'm telling you, they'll they'll have a nice four-for-50 week, and you'll get a nice nine points in PPR, and you'll be saying, Gladys knew. And that other ginger guy knew what's going on. <laughs> and the on. ginger knew. Like uh, Patriots are another really good matchup. They have the Raiders and Miami Dolphins in their playoff schedule. And then the Packers have Miami and Minnesota, which is still a solid matchup too. Any thoughts? Uh, pick, a, pick a combo.
1: Pick a team. What's your thoughts here? Okay, so – um. I, I live out here in Denver and there's talk like no one knows what's going on, but Nathaniel Hackett has openly said that he would like to get Albert O a little more involved, which Oy. is, yeah, which is going to take a hit to Dolch's value. Um, my combo would be if you have Dolch to pick up Albert O as a handcuff, because I don't know by getting him more involved, does that mean he's taking him off the field or? Is it two tight set? yeah.
0: I, I don't. Because you gotta remember that Cortland Sutton's banged up, Jerry Judy's been banged up, KJ Hamler's been banged up, so maybe he's like, we got to get more two tight end sets out there. Yeah, but they, but Albertos has been like a healthy and active
1: half the time, so yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. so he's well rested. I mean, you know, his legs are fresh. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to count for anything if uh, Russell <laughs> can't get him the ball, but you I know, know. <laughs> they should. Just how bad, and they're banged up at both tackles too.
0: So, like, yeah, why not just do a two tight end set? maximize protection, have one guy go out, the other guy stays in blocks sometimes. But I think Dolce, who you would think, would be the sl- like the like more of the pass catcher. But no, yeah. not a bad idea, no. I guess. But, <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I just, after our, so week 15, okay. But like week 16 and 17, they got the rant. The Chiefs, I feel like the Chiefs could be like garbage time maybe. Like, you know, you got the, the problem. They played the Chiefs today, so we'll see. Yeah, true. Good point. tomorrow. we're it's Saturday. It tomorrow. Saturday. Right. Jesus, Gladys. I mean, I <laughs> wish We should be doing a start sit show if it's Sunday. What are we doing? Um. Yeah, no, I think like, no. So I've, I just my only thought process. The problem we talked about this on yesterday's show. I said, like the Broncos and the Rams are are gonna be tough for the rest of the season because their offenses are bad, but their defenses are good. And that's not a good recipe for fantasy football. Like (laughs) you want, you want, if you have like a bad offense, you don't want to have a good defense because then there's going to be a lot of 17, 13, 17, you know, 10, you know, 20 to 13 games. That's not really great for fantasy. That literally really limits possibilities. So as much as I want to pretend like the Arizona, the Arizona matchup is tough to ignore because it's by far the best matchup. But after that, you can see the Ra- the Rams Broncos game could be ugly. Like that game could be <laughs> that's like 13-10 written all over it, folks. And I I don't know if I'm gonna be too excited there. But I hear you on that. Not a bad idea to just have it as a stash, maybe for this week. Maybe Alberto does take the starting job, and then you got a starter week fifteen. You're not wrong there. So that's not a bad thought process. But is there any like other combinations of players that you would want to talk about? Um,
1: I, man. Yeah. You got a Congo, Car-
0: right? You want to talk about a Congo? Yeah,
1: but I wanted to pair him with the Carolina guys if if one of them could show up because oh, they're
0: that's not gonna. That's not gonna
1: happen. <laughs> I mean, oh. week fourteen, you still have hope. There's week fourteen, you still hope.
0: But we, me, and Sky talked about the Lions' defense yesterday, so nothing is off <laughs> off the table. So you can talk so, about whatever you want.
1: Um, a, what, a, I'm gonna call him Co because I don't know how to pronounce his name. The Tennessee. <laughs> All right, you do what you want. The you Tennessee, want. the Tennessee um, tight end has so his his um, stats are skewed because at the beginning of the season he was basically not used, and then in the last three games he's um, had five targets, five targets, two targets, and and the five targets and six to eight receptions was against Philly, which they're not a bad defense. Um, everyone knows he's got mm-hmm. a fifty two point eight percent snap share. And he runs 50% of the uh, routes. So he had 10.8 fantasy points against Philly. No Traylon Burks. Um, Traylon Burks is, I think, in the concussion protocol, which we know now could mean that he doesn't come back. I mean, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not throwing that out there in the universe. I want him to come back. So I'm taking that back. But the concussion protocol is wacky. And um, their offensive line sucks, which is hurting Derrick Henry. So Ryan Tannehill Tannehill is having to pass the ball, although having to pass the ball for Ryan Tannehill means like 24 passes a game. But if like six or eight of those are going to CO, that's a good fantasy matchup for him. I mean, I I like him. I think you should pick him up now for even this week actually to -hmm. play and then hold on to him and see what happens because I think this week he is going to get the lion's share on the lion's share. Who am I talking about? The Vikings. He's going to get the Titan share. The Titan share of there you go. Yeah, The Titan share of the um, passing because what do you got? You got Robert Woods and you got the other one whose name I can't pronounce.
0: Yeah, Nick westbrook Akine. So yeah. Last oh my week, God! I, Say that yeah. again. Nick westbrook Akine. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I, I've I've struggled so much that I've somehow started saying names right. That's it's like you you come full circle. I did the <laughs> name so wrong that I just somehow <laughs> wrap around. Now I'm saying it right. A uh, yeah, had 20 routes last week. He was fourth on the team, just one behind Austin Hooper. Five targets, four receptions, 68 yards. A lot of that has to do with the fact that they don't have depth now. Traylon Burks is out. Traylon Burks went down early. He Only ran seven routes in that game. It went two tight end heavy. <laughs> Because outside of Akine and Woods, they don't really have another wide receiver now because Kyle Phillips is still out. So yeah, and the Jaguars are an average matchup. They're right in the middle. They are a beatable matchup. And then they get the Chargers right after that, who are another team that is, you could beat them. They are both okay matchups. So I don't mind, especially this might not be a playoff one, but this might be just get in the playoffs. If you need an X-Factor this week at the tight end, I might just go pick them up, honestly, at this point. (laughs) Because at this point, I need some fun. I need to have some fun out there with the tight ends because I'm just tired of the one point that I've averaged over the last <laughs> few weeks. It's not about me. It's about the people right
1: now. It's, anyway, it's not about you. It's always it about you. It's always it's about should you. <laughs> it should be. It should be. It should be. It
0: should be called Bob Ball or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, here's a combo that I really like, and I've talked about this a little bit. Um, It's the Patriots uh, with Hunter Henry and then the Packers with Robert Tani. You can get your hands on both these guys. They're both outside the top 12 in ownership on Yahoo. The Patriots get the Raiders in week 14. I mean, week 15, which is a very good matchup. Then they have a little bit of a tougher one against Cincinnati, but that game could be fun if Joe Burrow's doing his thing. And then you get Miami in week 17. That's pretty good. Um, But that week 16 matchup, if you don't want to play him against Cincinnati, you could pair him with Robert Tallon, who gets Miami. Another really good matchup. Um, So I actually do like both these guys. They're both not... Neither of them are the focal point of their offenses in any way, but they're both decently involved at the tight end position enough to where they can exploit bad matchups. So I do think that that's a really good combo. I trust them a lot more than the, the Tyler Conklins of the world. Um, Kate Otten, in my opinion, wouldn't be bad. If I knew Kate Otten was going to be the starter, I'd rather have Hunter Henry and Kate Otten than Hunter Henry and Robert Tanyan, but I just don't know yet. Another guy I want to look at is Jordan Aikens. Now, the matchups aren't necessarily really good for Aikens, but here's just a fun fact. First of all, you got no Nico Collins this week and Brandon Cooks. We don't really know what the direction of this Texans offense is going to be over the next final few weeks. We have no idea. We at least know that Davis Mills will be back there, but they might. you could see them shut down Brandon Cooks at least because Nico, they need to at least get some more reps in with Davis Mills to see if they can connect. Brandon Cooks, who knows? He's been in and out of the lineup. But Jordan Akins has been someone who's been who's popped up for a decent game here and there when he gets more routes. He was third on the team in routes just the last week. had five targets in that game. So if you're looking for someone that could potentially help you get in. So Houston gets Dallas, which is tough this week, but then they get Kansas City, the Titans, and Jacksonville. You know, I'm not overly scared off by any of those. Def- like I said, the Chiefs are always a team where – they're gonna put up their points. So at least you could count on, hey, a couple dump downs to your tight end. I'll take five for 40. I'm good to go. So I just think he's a name to monitor too. Any final thoughts before we close the show, Gladys?
1: Um, I like the Jordan Akins call. He has uh six red zone targets. He's got 220 yards after the catch, which is like sixth among cogman's. Um, like you said, Brandon Cooks has is his he's in cabo, like mentally. He's just <laughs> not cabo. there anymore and Nico really? Collins is I don't I don't know that they'll play Nico Collins because I don't think they're going to stick with Davis Mills so uh, I don't know that Nico Collins is going to come back so if he Davis Mills is going to have to throw the ball because we know they're going to be behind Akins is going to be the should be the beneficiary of that of that windfall but again it's it's the Texans and you know it's like it's like the Broncos you have no friggin idea what's going to happen I think the the other thing that
0: worries me just a little so like the Jordy Aikens call. I like the idea of potentially streaming him because of the Cook, no Cooks, and no Collins. But when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, they've been very good against tight ends. Like they, 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 they like for example, Tyler Henry saw ten targets and only turned it into forty-six yards. You know, uh, Ga- Dallas Goddard five targets, twenty-two yards. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson five targets, 40, uh, 48 yards. We're talking about some of the better tight end options in football. Didn't even get over fifty yards, and those are guys that are featured in their offenses. So. The only thing I, I do love about the Texans is that their defense is is like starting to spring a leak a little bit because the problem early on in the season, they were getting crushed on the run, and but they were decent against the pass. And that's that game that just takes the game out of the other offense's hands, like the Texans offense's hands. But because Derek Singletary jr. Has been out the last couple of weeks, they've been a little more susceptible in the passing game. But overall, I just feel like I want to, I want my, my streamer tight end to be at least maybe third, third or fourth, Ideally, at the least, in, in routes run on the team, that's like the Tanya's and the Hunter Henrys. Um, Are you worried
1: that maybe they start losing? That Jordan Love will come in for Aaron Rodgers and would devalue Robert Tanya slightly. I the problem is I don't know anything. I don't know what truly what
0: Jordan Love brings, right? Because he looked okay against Philly. Yeah, I mean he came in and he actually threw a touchdown pass strike. It was not too bad to Watson. People are saying he looks better. He looked better in the preseason. But is he Aaron Rodgers? No. But Aaron Rodgers with a broken thumb has been not that Aaron Rodgers-esque either. I think the other thing, too, is I don't know what to expect other than I know the offense has allowed Tanyan to put up decent games. And he had a top 10 season just a few years ago. I'm not... This is not a scenario I want to be in. I really don't. I just said I'd rather have Hunter Henry and Kate Otten as a duo if I knew Kate Otten was going to get the reps. But... I will say I just want to make sure that they have like Dawson Knox. This is this is this is just a rant. I'm sorry. We're at the 30th minute. Here's a slight <laughs> rant. Dawson Knox last I think it was last week or two weeks ago had zero points against the New England Patriots. And the Patriots, I get it. The Patriots are you don't think of them as a as a team that you would target, right? But the Patriots are very good against. They're very very good matchup for tight ends. They're like, at the time, they were inside like the top 10. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Dawson Knox, Get it done. We're going to have a great day. Zero freaking points. So, I don't know. It I just, this haunts my dreams. One target, zero catches, zero <laughs> yards. And that's supposed to be a good matchup, right? So, I almost feel like, here's, the, here's my stupid analysis, throw some shit against the wall thought process. I want to aim for shootouts. I want to, I want my tight end to have a bad defense. I want them to be able to get blown up on. Like the Patriots and the Packers defenses are average. They both have their moments, but they have both been susceptible at times. But like, listen, Cole Komet, You can say what you want about his matchups. I know the Bears defenses are horrific. I know the Raiders defense is horrific. If Darren Waller somehow hit waivers, go get Darren Waller because I just <laughs> feel like, like I just that's my tiebreaker in this whole thought, thought process. But yes, if I can get Hunter Henry. He's probably my ideal pickup here. Pair him with a Cameron Bray um, – Cameron Bray. K-Dot and slash, uh, you know uh, – wow, who's my thought? Robert Tanyan. But keep an eye on Okongwu a- a and Jordan Akins. Those are our sleeper guys, I think, that could see a lot more work over the final few weeks. But overall, it's tough, man. And listen, I'm coming from a point of pain. Like I have <laughs> literally tried. I have all the spreadsheets, all the thoughts, and I have hit rock bottom. My last two weeks in tight end streamers, Tyler Conklin, dud in a revenge game. By the way, Tyler, the Vikings gave up on you. And you put up one point nine points. Come on, man. Whatever. Anyway, sorry, Glass. Any final thoughts before we close?
1: Uh, I I don't even know how to follow that. I I don't even know if that. <laughs> All, can
0: right. Be <laughs> All right, that's it. Man. That's the rest of the episode. Must have <laughs> tight ends for fantasy football playoff preview. Glass, before we close the show, is there anything? Do you want to promote? Any articles came out? Anything you want to talk about before we leave?
1: Um, I just had two articles dropped. One um, on uh, going for two, start, sit article. Look me up on Twitter at Gladys L. Tyler, and it should be on my timeline or a timeline. And then um, a GPP article for DraftKings at for Gridiron Experts that I believe dropped this morning. Um, look it up. It's there, Gridiron Experts, and, of course, my RASBALL defensive lines versus the offensive line article. You need to, like, look at that because that's really important, especially for your running backs and for your wide receivers. So look up the offensive defensive line article on RASBALL because, you know, it's it's pretty spectacular. Well, it's not spectacular. It's okay.
0: It's spectacular. I don't know what she's it's talking about. It's anyway, okay. also, also, <laughs> spectacular. Yes, but also, you have the adjusted line yards, matchup metrics. So you pair that with Gladys's. So we have a bunch of information about that stuff. These X factors, these little th- tweaks, these, these final start-sick questions you might have. We have the information over on RasBall.com. Make sure you're following us across the board at Fancy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. And, of course, make sure oh, you go to RasBall.com. Sorry, Gladys.
1: One more thing, Gladys. One more thing. Um, You guys, like this week is kind of weird on wide receivers like who – if you should play like Christian Kirk or Zay Jones, go to Rasball because that's what I just did before I came on. That's why I was kind of late. There you go. go to Rasball, block versus, versus wide, and it will help you decide whether Christian Kirk or Zay Jones is your play. Jamar Chase is always a play, but whether T Higgins is going to get anything, go. Go do it. Do it now. Run. Thank you, Gladys. Don't walk. Run. Better than I could have done it, Gladys. We appreciate that. <laughs> That's
0: it. Of course, make sure you join us tomorrow on the Razzball Fantasy Football YouTube fit Start Sit Show, wherever you want to call. It. We're live for two <laughs> hours. Answer your Start Sit questions. So go join us on there as well. Once again, I'm your host, Bobby Marco. You can follow me at Bobby Lamarco on Twitter. I want to thank Gladys once again for being on the show. You can follow her at Gladys L. Tyler on Twitter. We are
1: out of here.
0: Folks.
1: Oaks. Oaks. We just
0: hit that end though. <sharp> no.